maybe it's not that weird of a question about why we don't get many Stellantis press vehicles. That is valid. Do you think they listen to the podcast? You know, I never thought so until right now. And then maybe I was just like thinking more through it. I'm like, we don't really get many like Dodges or Jeeps or Alphas or. Yeah. I think somebody ate Arby's right here while we were gone because there are crumbs literally everywhere. People were actually a fan of that. I don't know if you... Um... Oh my God, really? I didn't read the comments. I'm, re- I'm bad about reading comments. Okay, you've been, I'm sure everybody you've been knows. traveling and you don't want to see um, hate comments and things like that. I know, but yeah, yeah there's crumbs all no, over. No, pe- people, a lot of people enjoyed the uh, the ASMR RBC. So much so, I almost thought we should have uh, should have ate something on this one. Ah, Emily you... made me a bagel this morning. Oh, didn't you? What yeah, kind of bagel? I'm also having a nice coffee, which mm-hmm. I don't usually do unless I'm at home. I forgot to grab water. Oh, I might have you go grab me a water. It's unfortunate. Well, I haven't, haven't left, left any left on the any floor. Here. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Um, sorry, what were you about to ask me? Uh, what kind of bagel did I ask that? Oh, an everything bagel with cream cheese. You and like I the everything it. with cream cheese? Yeah. You like the sweetness with like the savory? The cream cheese is sweet. Not really. Mm, very sweet. It's a little... It's a little I think, really? I think so. I, I mean, a little, a little yeah. bit, but it's not... Anyways. Think, yeah. Oh, but yes, I do. I'm a big okay. fan of everything with cream cheese. I do like everything bagels. They're just so messy. They are messy. I just eat them over a paper towel and then just... Sure, sure, sure. Throw it all away. Emily also made some homemade chocolate chip cookies yesterday, so got to come home to those, which was nice. None of them made it in here. I should have brought some. I didn't even think about it. There was like so many. I should have brought. I should have brought you some. Liquidated, liquidated a little bit. Oh well. I think that's uh, San Francisco. Must be right with those with those uh, houses. I think it's Belleville, Michigan. (laughs) Oh, you think so? Yeah. That's that's Belleville. If uh ford and gm had never sent any uh development <laughs> offshore yeah that's exactly that's exactly what it looked like big built up skyscrapers and everything welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode 72 of the daily motor podcast yes do you need me to go get you some water because you already sound a little hoarse yeah i might as well from the fridge yeah well okay. no just the ones that are sitting out in front of the fridge are fine okay. the ones that well, for keep... some reason haven't made it into the I fridge i see would you like to keep them entertained for the next 30 seconds yeah okay yeah, Chris is going to walk through our garage that has been leaking natural gas, which was kind of interesting because yesterday I came in and our buddy Keone was working on a car and, and I said, kind of smells like gas in here. And he was kind of like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, okay, well, continue on with our day. Well, what do you, I don't know. You just <laughs> kind of brushed one of those things off maybe. And because uh, it's a shop, there's fumes of all sorts of things going around and then we got an email this morning that said that our natural gas usage was much higher than it's ever been before. And I'm like, okay, well, we should get that checked out. Sure enough, in here this morning, thank you, with DTE, and which is our energy provider. And they said uh, there's indeed a leak. That's unfortunate. It is, especially because the only two gasoline appliances we have, which are two heaters, are mounted right above a 2003 Lexus IS 300. Oh, I need to move that car. And a 2000, I assume, like three Ford Focus ZX3. ZX3, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I need to move my car? Probably. Probably do. at some point. I think he said he's going to come in, like someone, a plumber is going to come out Friday. Friday. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. can you keep me in the loop? Because I don't want anyone else moving. Well, Stu would, or one of us would be fine, but I don't want like some. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah person in that car that isn't yeah. one of us plus i i do think you should do it because i have observed that some of the other people in the garage you move your cars don't let them warm up very much okay kind of like a start gear okay well yeah so not the end of the world but the lexus hasn't started in a while so i feel yeah, like you should be that there one, to that just one especially like needs to like start up, for a sec. Well. i wouldn't mind taking it out and spraying it off too because it's gross yeah, it'd be a good end of friday's a nice day it might be a good time to do that and everything it's raining friday really that's okay. I can still spray it off if it's raining. Sure. So. With the, with the with the sky, yeah. the natural spray. Oh, help the help the sky out a little bit and let the sky finish it off. I had to spend about thirty minutes in the self car wash with the Bronco Heritage over the yeah. On, can we uh, Friday? Can we hear about like what you guys did out there? Yeah, so we were out at Michigan Motorsports Complex, which you all should 
look up and experience yeah. as well. Yeah, if you're in the general southeastern Michigan or northern Indiana or Ohio area, keep an eye on Michigan Motorsports Complex. The idea of the facility, it's an old quarter mile uh, karting oval or sprint track oval as well as karting road course sort of thing that they are essentially turning into a place for casual motorheads such as us and power sports enthusiasts to come and just play around sign a waiver toss them some cash and go in there and whether you want to do asphalt stuff or rallycross stuff or dirt stuff go in there and, and have a good time and amos and i went and did just that last week we had the 2023 Ford Bronco Heritage with the seven-speed manual. Well, it's six, seven, depending on how you look six at it. Six-speed with a crawler. With a Chris and Charlie gear. <laughs> yeah, we call it. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the Topher's BRZ, Subaru BRZ, rally spec. BRZ Wilderness. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, he was a pig, pig in mud out there. He was sending that thing. At this point, we can just say he was a the Topher in mud because yeah. it's the same. Yeah, it is. A, well, it's his favorite thing. Not implying that he is a pig. Well, no, but... but he yes. pigs he enjoy, enjoy mud in the same mud. way that he enjoys mud, is, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And oh my gosh, Chris, there, mm. I, within people I know personally, there are maybe three people that I would have felt comfortable, even like remotely comfortable enough to go out and ride in the car with him was as aggressively as he was pushing it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, in the in the mud? In in the in the mud on the track like in the dirt because that oval it's not very big. Well, it's not very big, but you know how there's like it, there's a bunch of dust and dirt just on it. It made for the perfect drifting situation. So Amos was flying into there, e brake, clutch drop. Oh my god! I can't just wait. Was full he, I hope he filmed the whole. Oh yeah, thing. filmed everything, okay, and we I were filming wait. from the outside too. So we got great coverage with his camcorder and everything. Dude, I cannot wait to see. All I'm that. surprised he oh didn't like run home and put it up that day. I'm really curious, and I'm also bummed I didn't shoot any with my phone. But oh my gosh, he was on an. <laughs> This one random guy shows up to the track, friend of the owner's. Okay. And we're all just standing around, and he's like a middle-aged dude or whatever. And the owner is like, hey, you want to go out for a ride? And Amos was like, yeah, I'll take you out. <laughs> and there's n there wasn't even like a warm-up of like, so this is what... I, we're just standing outside all of a sudden. Ten tenths. First lap. Ten times <laughs> we just say... Rawr! And Amos went so hard as to like he like spun around accidentally and like like stopped oh. uh, on track and everything, but then oh just fired goodness. running back up, just heading right back out. And I, oh, I love when I love when we can see like the the boyish side of of Chris, like when he's yeah. just out like absolutely ripping. Like that's my favorite thing. Like when we were, when we were out in the uh, McLaren. At oh my M1, god! And you guys just got to have a and, good yeah. oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's cool doing this sort of thing because the limits are so much lower and you just get to have a good time. And if you want to go slow, you go slow. If you want to go fast, you go fast. So you went out on the Bronco, yes. I presume. Mm -hmm. Did Chris also drive the Bronco? Yes. Okay. And he also sent that. Okay. Did you send the Bronco? Yes. Did you have fun? Yes. Very good. How yeah. was the Bronco in kind of like a rally sort of situation? Pretty good because this is just a Sasquatch model. So no super advanced suspension yeah. or, or anything like that. But the manual transmission just allows you to wring its neck in a yeah. fun way. I was like to the point where I was like downshifting into first because you needed oh to God. be so geared down to get around some of those corners. The slight disappointment was that when you lock the rear diff in two-wheel drive mode, even with Stabilitrack off, it still cut power for some reason. Now, if you left the diff open, then it would allow you to spin. Interesting. It was interesting. It's, it's probably self-preservation. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Because I we were trying to like really, really full send, but four wheel drive high. I did you just get pinged? Yes, our two twenty has been flipped in Emily's garage. So the charger's not like sitting like oh, this anymore. Oh wow, look at that! Yeah, the maintenance guy came and flipped it. Okay, good, good, good. So I didn't have to call you out as my sure, sure, um, as your, as your millennial colleague. To, yes. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to no, no, no. You. You're fine. And um. Oh, self-preservation of the diff yeah self-preservation of the diff oh i forgot that there were drive modes in that car because it's like a dial they don't really around do i know so we both of us i think just drove the car in normal yeah mode. that's that's all you need yeah. yeah yeah i mean i was still obviously put your pedal put the pedal down in normal mode it's going to give you 100 percent power just right. like it does in, in, in sport, sport or whatever yeah i think that car had well, i think it only had five drive modes it's not like the raptor where you get like 10 sure i think it was everything. like eco normal sport uh, mud ruts but, and sand. It's like, that's all. the same as my FX4 Maverick. Yeah, I think that's yeah, all it had. Yeah. yeah. 
So like maybe you could have used mud ruts, but yeah, but whatever. Mud ruts is for like slow. I think. I think sport is honestly probably what I would use because we were. Yeah, sending. I, I would have used sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I I was gone. I was in Florida for um for five days, so I wasn't able to attend with with right. Charlie and the Topher. But and I'm jealous. But Topher- I saw all the photos of the cars covered in mud, and I was like, oh, I missed out on such a good time. But it was we super have all fitting because so. there were three cars that all had white wheels. Three blue cars, all with white wheels. Bronze car has white wheels? Yeah, the Subaru WRX. Oh, he has the Sparkos on it? The right? STI, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sparkos back yep. on it. He had the Motas on last time I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Amos and I went out and did like slow crawling in the Bronco up like any of the more dramatic hills we could find, and it obviously took it with ease. Yeah. It was just, it was good. I'm sensing around the track a few times, because we, we would do full, like a you know half track lap, and then out onto the oval and then around the oval and back i went like up the oval banking side thing and like got a thumbnail and we're just we were the only two out there so we we're just having fun i'd be scared to roll that bronco over it once you kind of realized that like it was decently solid you we yeah. were like sl- drifting it yeah well um i've been so you weren't with with us but when we had that red badlands uh-huh. bronco uh seven speed I went out with Chris in that car oh, um, on some back roads and he was like rally, like rally stage, like full sideways. And it's a uh, videos up on his channel. I mean, you can go watch it. It's mm-hmm. not like it's a secret, but yeah. it's, yeah, that was a lot of fun in that car. That is this heritage edition Bronco was the first Bronco that I finally, I was like, I get it. Really? Yeah. Finally. Like I'm, I'm finally, you know why I think because it it's actually it's a 2023. They've had a couple of years to figure things out, and it's it actually feels like it's a well built car now. It's yes. not rattling all over the place and clunking, and yep, it's it feels like a tight vehicle. It really does. The yeah. t- you don't you don't like notice even that it's a removable top no. because it actually seems like a roof. Yes, and everything there's no pieces of it rattles. don't fall off anymore. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, and the the thing is with the heritage bits. It's like if you're going to have a silly car, go full silly. Mm-hmm. Like it's got the white grill, red lettering, white, white top, dashboard, white dashboard. <laughs> it just makes it seem like you're in like it's the full package because if you're getting something like a Wrangler or a Bronco unless you legitimately like live at Moab, you're you're kind of being a poser. Yeah. So at least go full like I admit it, like I got this car to look like a 60s car. It's just like it's it's kind of got that universal appeal. It's cool. It's a in cool the way thing. that like Mustangs do and stuff now. Yeah. So yeah, it was the first Bronco that I'm like, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I dig this. Yeah, yeah. Because all the other Broncos have kind of been a little, I know. Bit, you know. And it's it's funny when I was driving it last week, I was like, I think maybe this is the one that Charlie's finally gonna <laughs> like. And it was genuinely, I did. I was like, mm-hmm. this, this feels great. I'm like, I, I really hope Charlie will like like this one. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that, that you did. Yeah, and for what it is. Not that bad of fuel economy. I was getting about 20 miles per gallon of mixed driving, which really? is well over EPA. Yeah, and that's a, it's a Sasquatch, so it's got the big, big, big boys. Off, yeah, the, big uh, all-terrain tires. Uh, and, Goodyear Wranglers, which yep. is funny that it's got Wrangler tires. <laughs> sure. I I liked that car. I would get that over the the Raptor, absolutely. I mean, the Raptor's oh, cool, but it's, the Raptor's hideous. It is hideous. I took it this photo the gopping. other day. There, one drove by Chris and I. Uh-huh. with It was a white one with painted flares, and it was gopping. Oh. It, it looked, it was like... Side note, this is what my messages look like the moment I step away from my phone. Just, yeah, everything. Anyway. Murphy's um, Law. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me just, I won't, viewers won't really be able to see, but I want to show this to you. When was I coming back? I, I felt like you last week because I was like running all over the county. Right oh, yeah. here. Yeah, me every day running all over the place. Ah, yeah, it's it just... just doesn't it's look good. massive the yeah. first yeah it they it takes up a whole lane of traffic and it's also not g- good enough to excuse buying it over just a regular bronco mm-hmm. in my opinion i had well, and because so, the regular bronco is so good i have so much more fun driving regular 2.3 liter manual broncos than i do the raptor and i think part of that is because i didn't get to like take the raptor out and do any sort of crazy like i mean sand. it's impressive but also like i don't care like I, I i'd rather just have something i can row through the gears and like have fun with on a day-to-day basis i don't want to have something that's only fun if i'm pushing it to the limit out in the dunes well here's the thing and it's hideous also the the bronco raptor and the f-150 raptor r and the trx and all those sort of things those are the off-roading equivalent to something like a mclaren 720 or a gt3 rs or even yeah. a gt4 rs and everything like that Something like the normal Bronco is more akin to a Cayman S or something like that. In that, 
what is actually going to be the best car for for regular daily driving yeah. especially when you factor in costs it's going to be the one that's actually designed for that i mean with the raptor you're talking about a purpose built no holds back sort of situation where people the the very few people who are actually going to push that thing to its limits that's that's the ones it's truly intended for yeah now that doesn't mean 80 percent of buyers aren't just going to take it to starbucks but like if you're true to yourself you're not going to have as good of a time in that yeah as one that's made i mean like your cayman or something like that you're going to be able to go out and actually row through a few gears and it's still going to sound great it's going to ride the, better be within and, the speed limit as well right we're yeah. right compared to something like a gt4 rs yeah in the same way i would have this bronco heritage that actually didn't cost that much either yeah it was like 50 grand yeah like fifty-one thousand. yeah that's pretty reasonable for a full size four-door car like that suv yeah. capable still but i'd still have a wrangler so oh my god you all that charlie and you still end with something that is wrong actually why would you have a wrangler what is what is okay i understand the wrangler 392 because it's insane but that mm-hmm. shouldn't even count because mm-hmm. it's like a whole different car why would you have a wrangler over the bronco exactly see he can't even think of why he would have it it's smaller inside mm-hmm. it's terrifying to drive you constantly yeah. have to do steering everything creaks and rattles the interior feels like it's from the 1990s yeah. two it's looked the same forever sorry, three main reasons and people put ducks on it when you're in public three main reasons none of that happens with the bronco one okay the colors you can get awesome colors on the Wrangler. You can get awesome colors on the Bronco. Not as much as the Wrangler. Wrangler has some of the best colors on the market. What Jeep, colors? Jeep kills what things colors? like mojito. And what is mojito? It's like a it's like a cool like kind of greenish blue. It's very very fun colors on the Wranglers. Two. Okay, so that's the power retractable top, the Sunrider top. Oh, the eight thousand dollar top. It's worth it to me. Worth every single penny because okay. we had this Bronco, but. Would it have been nice to take the roof off a few times? Yeah, but I'm not going to leave those roof panels sitting yeah, somewhere. Yeah, put them in the trunk. And then rattle around the whole time while we're sending it. That's true. Yeah. Jeep, you simply, and then when you get on the highway, you go, and then it's closed. Yeah. Three, the that, four. That, that's a fair point. Okay. The four by E. The four by E. Yeah, because then I could just plug it in and just drive it around on silence. I could be off-roading and... So and, you'd have a four by E... With a power retracting top in a bright color, which would probably be a seventy-five thousand dollars. About sixty thousand, because I have spec them out. They're only sixty thousand for the power retractable top. Okay, I, I suppose if you're getting it fully can loaded, get, can you get the power retractable top on lower trims? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a it's a fairly like individualized option. I see. A lot okay. of things on Jeeps are like just the way pick, I would, choose. which like which I like. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like when when you're able to do that. But in my mind, I was thinking like probably um, a Rubicon. Yeah, with the power top because we had one. And it was like seventy grand. Sure, the silver one we tried. I think Jeeps are or so maybe popular. That was a I don't remember what that was. And and Wranglers are so popular, and people are so okay with like individuality with them that Jeep is okay with making more like bespoke. Specs. That's great. Kind of like mean, Porsches again. Be. Yeah, because like if you're just building like you know accords you'd you want them to be in certain copy paste yeah because you don't want one that's not, you know going to be unappealing on the cpo lot or something like that sure. but like a wrangler you can have a bright pink one with like a very weird combination of options someone and someone will be like i love that i'll yeah. take it yeah so, uh well i'd still have a bronco but i understand like i i agree that mm-hmm. you know the, the the points you have raised are valid yeah especially for you because you're you love plug-in hybrids yeah and you which is funny because i i often tell people that they're stupid but i like <laughs> you do do that yeah <laughs> shall we move on to the plug-in hybrid we drove this week oh so we yeah. talked about the bronco yeah so uh, also this week mm-hmm. the 2023 four, 2023 bmw xm i uh, never did get your thoughts on this car so uh, i wasn't able to add them to the uh to the, all i know is that you texted me and said this ride is horrendous yeah, it's that car. I still don't fully get it because in my mind, before I drove it, I was hoping it would be this big, outrageous, unnecessary, but cozy big mm-hmm. SUV because I figured that if you want something hardcore, you want something proven, you just go and you get an X5M, which is like about the same size, got the same engine, minus being a not being a plug-in hybrid. Totally new for this year as well. Looks excellent. The X5M. 20, 2024. Yeah. yeah, new XM. So there. I don't. I don't understand the X5M. Yeah, yeah, X5M. Yeah, yeah. So you're paying $160,000 for this exclusive XM base price. Base price. 
Um, and it's loud over bumps. It Very rides much. like crap. Mm-hmm. You don't get a ton of room in the back. No, it's, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't get like, they're, they're trying to rival the, the G wagon. You said, is yeah. that what they're G wagon? And like, I all day would have a G wagon over that. Would you? Yes. At 1000%. Worse. But I would rather have a G wagon because it goes. Yeah, they did kind of. I don't think the G wagon rides worse than that. You think it rides worse? Yeah. What about what about NVH? Yeah. Over bumps. Yeah, it's G wagon. You you just ever. It's just like a riding around in a military vehicle. It's like. I haven't driven a G wagon in a while, yeah. but I'd still rather have it. And the last one you had was a G sixty three, so all you heard was. <laughs> yeah, the G wagon sounds better. The yeah, XM sound the better. XM sounds cool, but it sounds simulated. It That's doesn't weird. sound real. I forgot to mention to you. Did you ever drive it with? fake sound off and floor it. It sounds really weird. You do it that know. way. Yeah. I I actually spent a decent amount of time. I spent like two full days and I, I drove it quite a bit. So, okay. cause I, I, I wanted to spend time in it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't have, I didn't have a ch- single chance to shoot a video for my personal channel, which mm-hmm. I'm sad about, but I'm hoping uh, Chris and I will get that car maybe at some yeah, point yeah. later. Although Chris might not want it. He might not want it. He got a video and I know it was not, I watched some of it and I was like, Is that already up? Oh yeah. I was like, ooh, I I agree with a lot of these things that he's saying and how 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 damning was it? Not horribly. And to be fair, I only watched the first half and he started with all the things he doesn't like about it. And I was like He might have not finished with anything else. That's true. And I could have just been half like fifteen minutes of him. The ride's bad. It's loud inside the car. It's it doesn't seem unique enough. I what I I I think they they missed the mark with the car in the way that they should have just made it. They should have made it bit like big and cozy, and it's just it 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 doesn't feel special enough apart from an X five M. I think the buyers are very different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I can see the argument of they should have they should it should be hardcore because it's an M specific car. Yeah. So like I can see the argument for that. I just wish they would have gone the other way with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's something like, what's that fancy grocery store you and Emily went to, Erewhon? Like, there are things you can get in that store that you can get at Whole Foods for half the price. Sure. And Whole Foods is still very, you know, nice and expensive. So the but XM there are, is Erewhon and the yes. X5M is Whole Foods. Yeah. I think that's kind of the idea. Is there are that people who go to Erewhon no, and sure. prices not even, like, they wouldn't even consider the bill. Like, yeah. they're just like, I want this. Yes. I, I, I don't care that on paper I could get, like, 95% of the exact same thing yeah. in this product that would actually probably suit me better. I think this looks cool, yeah. so I'm going to buy it. So I think it's that, plus it's kind of BMW's test bed to yeah. see how those type of things work. You know, and and if it if it breaks and has to go into the dealer for two months, then the person owning it has fifteen other cars to choose from. Yeah, no, it's all about making a statement. That car, and it um, does make a statement. I just, I, I, it would be better if it were worse. So, but then again, I think the most inexcusable thing is is the NVH and the and the ride. Oh yeah, it's yeah. unacceptable for a hundred and sixty thousand dollar car. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I. It, it it was it was weird because we drove it and I suppose the roads aren't horrible out where we do our testing other than mm-hmm. just those couple areas but mm-hmm. and plus we're we're having conversations so we don't you know don't yeah. fully like observe and hear NVH but I took it home and then Emily and I went to Ann Arbor to to, to get bubble tea and we're we're going down um, Washington and I'm like oh my god this is horrible yeah even Emily was like geez this thing is rough and I'm like yeah I mean this is a $160,000 luxury SUV with pillows in the back mm-hmm. like why is it riding like this maybe that's why you need the pillows yeah to oh one pillow over each year <laughs> or alternatively you just blast that Bowers and Wilkins which, which sounds excellent yeah so, so good. that's a good mark but I, I was just kind of disappointed the, the car was not I mean it was kind of what I expected but I was I was really hoping to like it more and I just I didn't really like it yeah the other thing, and you're not alone. I know a lot of reviews have kind of been like, like Throttle House, like tore it up and stuff. I need like to, that. I need to watch some. I haven't watched a single review. Well, I watched a little bit of yours that you shot for okay. Chris's yeah, channel, yeah. and I watched. And those a were like bit. ideal roads. Like I had it in a pretty good situation because I got to like open it up. Yeah, it was like long stretches. So, <laughs> I was chilling. Only reviews I watched on the car were Charlie's review and <laughs> the Topher's review. So I, I need to yeah. watch like some because I, I need Break to be out of your bubble. It's it's so funny. I, I I brought the car over to Chris's and we we streamed it on Twitch and. 
I was like, Chris, you need to drive first. I'm like, I need you to get impressions because I need to feel validated on this car that there are things that are not right. And he validated me pretty much right away. So keep getting texts from spam. No, it's extracted. No, you're fine. There's also the element that we are a bit probably too cozy and familiar with like BMW interiors yeah. that were like, oh, this doesn't seem, seem like that much different than the 760 we were just in. But I do think whenever I showed that car to like someone who isn't like in luxury cars all the time, it's the way we are. They were like, oh my gosh, oh, this interior is sick. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was showing Adam when I was up oh, at okay. Antique yeah, yeah. and he was like, oh my God, this is so he was like taking all kinds of photos and stuff. And yeah. He thought it was really cool. So, I mean, I think that kind of validates your point. However, you you bring up the 760i. <laughs> in what world would you choose the XM over the 760i? In a more analog world. The 760i I liked, but there was a lot about that car that I just I didn't feel like changing settings because I knew it was going to be a pain in the ass. Like it just even like the touching the rotary but you knob. You don't have to change settings if you own it. What do you have to change settings for? Leave uh, but it. I, but I even mean like adjusting climate and like radio, it just it all felt Climate cumbersome. and radio is the same in the XM. It's yeah, all I drive eight. There, yeah, there was something about the it's, XM it's that the, felt a little bit. It's, it's, it's the, the stupid. Knob, no, it? the seven sixty has the stupid drive modes, not even drive modes. Yeah, the interior the modes, interior like modes, that, that, doesn't that, help. that are that screw horrible. everything up. That screw and everything you can't up. Remedy it. Yeah, and I, I'll agree with you that the uh, I drive knob in the XM was the old style one, which Works feels better. nicer than the the one in the seven. Yeah, you're right. It was like like something almost like haptic, like it didn't click yeah. down because it's it's crystal. But no, I mean, yeah, you're right. The fact you could get a 760i or maybe even the new upcoming 770i or whatever, whatever they're going to call uh, it. I7, M70. Sure. Which is a full EV. Full EV, okay. But, and then you could have that and you get the two-tone paint. You get every little bell and whistle and feature you want for the same price as as a base XM. I'm trying, I'm telling, I'm, I told Tori, I said, go to the BMW dealer, drive a 760i because his lease is up on his Cayenne here in a few months. Doesn't he want to go and get a 7. Doesn't he want a SUV? Uh, he's not. He's not sure yet. Oh. He's between a few cars. And commenters weigh in if you have advice. S five eighty, seven sixty i, GLS of some sort, probably a GLS Maybach, or a. Um, I, I guess I think that's it. Or the, oh, sorry, S five eighty, Maybach S class, GLS Maybach, or the new seven series are kind of what he's thinking because he's 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 always been kind of a Mercedes guy. He tried the Cayenne just because he was yeah. curious and he doesn't really like it. Cayennes so, aren't great luxury cars. No. Porsches aren't great luxury cars. No, they're not. People think they are. They're great driver's cars. I'm glad he did it because now he like knows. Yeah. And I was I was telling him this. I was like, I don't, I'm like, I personally, I don't think I would get a Cayenne like for, for daily driver duty. But I said, you know, we had one in LA and that Cayenne up in the canyons was seriously impressive. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, oh, I've never, dri- I've never driven mine hard around corners. Yeah, because he looked, he goes in Florida and Chicago. I know. Like, it's where like, are you going to drive spiritedly yeah. around either so of those places? Cayenne was not a great choice for him, no. but he didn't, he didn't ask my opinion before he got it. So <laughs> mm. that was three years ago, almost. There is a new GLE out. So that's a possibility well, the, the, well. GL- the GLS also got a, a refresh for 24. But why does he need that much space? Why do you need GLE? It. Because GLE's likes, more Cayenne size. I know, but he wants he likes like the big big body. And so does Anne Marie, I suppose. Yeah. Would he consider something like a CPO Bentega Speed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That would he be was cool even one. he was even saying he was like you know I might just get like a twenty twenty one something. Yeah. Because um, cars like, like that would depreciate Maybach. so dramatically over the first year, dude. Yeah, that, my, like my box are like a hundred grand cheaper if you get them two years old, right? And you could get a CPO warranty that still lasts him a few years the whole time he's going to own the car. Yeah, I guess the only downside is then when you go to sell, it's really cheap, but it's yeah. going to be. I mean, you're going to lose regardless yeah. if three years or five years old. It's going to be worth. Yeah, and if you're bucks. leasing, I mean, also, we, we but it, versus bond, versus yeah. bond. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd have nothing if you'd you have had nothing. A lease. Yeah, that's so. I don't know what to tell him. I mean, I told him to go drive a new 7 Series because I think he'll really like it. He's He, th- he thinks his Cayenne is like the slowest car in the world. It's just a, it's a base Cayenne. Yeah. V6. I mean, it's got, it's like a, still like a $90,000 car. It's got sure. a, it's got a premium plus and everything, but it's just the base engine. So I, th- it's like 380 horsepower. Like it's, it's quick. I think it's quick. People need to be more aware of the Alpinas. I mean, I we are not doing our job well enough. I know. For people well, I not... told them that. I said, go get an Alpina XB7. It's such a sick car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I was like, you'd love it. if he gets Alpina. a pre-facelift, a pre-LCI, it looks better. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, excellent. one of your favorite cars we've ever had, probably. The Alpina XB7? Oh, yeah. 
I yeah. loved that car. Yeah. So Massive wheels and it still managed to be quiet and have a good ride. What a concept. Hmm. Interesting. BMW XM couldn't uh couldn't translate. Yeah. That. Well it's almost like they need God, you know what's scary about that is BMW bought Alpina a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. I wonder if all the Alpinas are just gonna be horrible. Ruined now. Well, even more reason to get the previous <sighs> model year or two. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, the X the XM. Uh fortunately, I they probably only plan on selling like five thousand a year, so it's probably not a big deal. Yeah, I'm curious to see. They're not gonna XMs are gonna be worth nothing in like five years. I gonna be like fifty grand. <laughs> am looking forward to the label red though. Even more power, even more gopping. Um, I'm 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 about it. Cool. It's like an XM with a like, bloody nose. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Speaking of that, I had a bloody nose so bad two nights ago. I typically like I get bloody noses. You've had them on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah right. Seen. Yeah, viewers have, viewers have seen. They typically stop within five, ten minutes or whatever. Yes. This bloody nose was so bad that it woke me up because it was like ooh, going down my throat. Yeah, that's ooh, that's not good. And I, and it just bled. It was just like not stopping. I was like in the bathroom. Like I tried all the things like, you know, head down, pinching, dripping into sure. the toilet, all these sort of things. And finally, I had I held for like 10 straight minutes um, and it like slowed enough that I could like that it finally stopped. Go back to bed. Yeah. I was up what for caused, like 40 minutes. What causes that? I have no idea. I mean, people would say like dry air and stuff like that, but like I, it's just our house. Like, I don't mm. you know. I don't. It's maybe a little bit drier than it's typically been, but. Um, maybe caused by allergies or no? Theoretically. Are you allergic to cats? No. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not you? allergic to anything. That can develop later Other on. than like allergy, like seasonal. I know, but you, know, you can develop allergies to things later on in life. I suppose. I think I'd just be allergic to being allergic. You would be. You'd be I, allergic to D-gens. Uh, D-gens, yeah. That's more so you, but yes. Yeah. Speaking of that, I have. I was editing the 7 Series uh, fuel test that went up this morning. Mm. And there's a clip in there where I'm like going down to get onto the highway. And I'm like coming up and there's this Bronco Sport in the left lane. And it has it had a brake light out. And I was like, that's weird. That's like a brand new car. Why does it have a brake light out? And as I'm saying that, because I, I like talk to myself in, in these videos. Uh-huh. I always cut it out. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that car's got a brake light out. And then all of a sudden, they like yeet over into my lane. So I'm on the horn. I'm like, what the f- are you doing? In, a, in the 7 Series. In the 7 Series, yeah. Should have yeah. left that in. People would have loved that. I should have left it in, yeah. yeah. Could have just bleeped myself because I was like, what the f- are you doing? <laughs> stupid you know what they were doing is i was coming up i was in the right lane they were in the left they were trying to merge onto 94 towards detroit but they were already past the merge point so they just decided they were going to get over well they didn't they did i didn't let them get over i was on the horn and they quickly went back to the left but as soon as i passed them they cut cut across what's essentially three lanes of traffic to get over into onto the and to merge went like off-road practically off-road no they did they went over the gravel wow some people just like don't care. They just they're born, they're disgusting, and then they die. <laughs> That's how it is. Welcome to the Stellantis dealer. Oh my god! Well, this is a Bronco Sport. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's bad. With a brake light out. How does that happen? Yeah, it's a the oldest it could be is two years old, mm-hmm. and it already has a brake light out. Yeah, we need to get another one of those Bronco Sports. It's a good little car. Yeah, we need the Heritage Bronco Sport. Yeah, you're right. Because that would excuse actually getting another one. Even though I guess it's been two years, so it would be a newer model year. But the Heritage would be cool to have. I wouldn't buy a Heritage Bronco Sport. I'd definitely get a Heritage Bronco, but the Bronco Sport Heritage just seems like a poser car. Yeah, but we should have it and see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. And I bet it'll drive like a Bronco Sport. Which is pretty good. Which is great. Considered. No, I, I, I recommend Bronco Sport to people. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I told Emily to get one, but I'm glad she got Oh, we have we talked about Emily's no, new car No, go for yet. it. Yeah, so Emily finally decided, or she finally got a new car. She got a... Uh, CX-30 Turbo. Mm-hmm. In soul red crystal. Soul red over white, which is like her ideal spec. So yeah. shout out to Doug from uh, Suburban Mazda of Troy for making everything happen. He found us, found her, I should say. It's her car. He found her the ideal spec. Mm-hmm. Dealer traded for it. We showed up in the morning. He already had it ready to go. It was washed, everything. We were in and out of there in like an hour and a half. That's nice. It was crazy how mm-hmm. quick we were in and out of there. I was expecting, I mean, we got there first thing in the morning because I was expecting to be there for like five hours because <laughs> every time I've ever been with a parent or a family member buying a new car, it takes forever. But it helped that she already knew what she wanted. They already had a car. She didn't need to test drive it because she's driven plenty of CX-30s. Yeah. So, and I mean, pricing was already set, right? Pricing was set. So literally, we walked in. The salesperson that he chose 
showed us, you know, gave her the whole tech tour and everything. I was, she was like, I already know how to do it. Before he was out there, I was like, please just let him do his job. Sure. Let him like, let him do his thing because yeah, that's what yeah. he's got to do. And I sat in the back and I kept my mouth shut and I didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Let him do it. He did a great job. He okay. really, he got through everything. He did a great job um, showing her there's not too much tech in a CX-30. I no, mean, but not, it, it, I understand how from Mazda's perspective, it's important to make sure yeah. they feel comfortable using the, the interface yep. because if you don't, then you get frustrated with yeah, the car. Yeah, but I mean, she she already knew how to use everything, but it was nice to, you know, I, I was paying attention too because I was like, oh, it'd be nice, nice to get tricks. a little refresher yeah. and kind of, you know, see what he recommends. So is that, that screen nice. a touch screen at all, even when stopped, or is it full no touch? Because I think it's full no touch. I think the CX-30 is full no touch. You get the touch screen with the CX-5 when you're in CarPlay yeah. or stopped or whatever. Yep. But anyways, yeah, that was great. So the little tech tour and then got beat up in the F&I office. Did you? Yeah, they're always like that, dude. They try to give her a wheel and tire and things like that. Yeah, she bought the prepaid service just because it was literally cheaper to buy the prepaid service than it would have been. It's like she got it for like, well, I don't really know if I want to say how much she got it for. I don't okay. want to get them in trouble, but it, it, it made sense for her to get that because we calculated it and it, it's like it would have been double the price to pay service every time. Right. If she couldn't, and someone like her, she's going to go to the Mazda dealer. She's going to go to the, the Mazda proper, dealer. Proper right. Ex- exactly. It's not like so. she was going to be changing the oil in her garage it, it, or something. Right. So yeah. it made sense. So she went ahead and got that, which at least I I felt better buying, <laughs> getting something from him. So he didn't get like no, like nothing. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> prepaid service, which is uh, oil change, tire rotation, uh, every 5,000 miles or whatever is included. For how long? The years? duration of the lease. Three oh, years. it's a lease. Yeah, yeah. yeah duration yeah. of the lease, which yeah. is, th- I think she got a three-year lease. Okay. So. Cool, man. So, yeah, she's really happy with it. She's It adds an extra element of, like, happiness because she gets to drive that to work and back. And, mm-hmm. you know, she has fun making her turbo noises and going into sport mode, merging onto the highway mm-hmm. properly. Yeah. Zero, I didn't realize zero to 60 on that car is, like, 5.8 seconds. That's probably it's a quick, quick car. Yeah. No, CX, CX-30 is a great set. I remember the first time I drove one, I'm just like, this is an, this is an excellent car. It's, it is a great car, yeah. yeah just yeah. hope you don't have to use the backseat. But she never does, so. Yeah. Whatever. No, Emily's a pretty ideal spec for that She's, car, like, the perfect know? buy She's, like, when, when you go to an event and some old guy's like, who do you think the intended buyer is for this car? And then the marketing team is like, well, we envision, like, you know, hiring young millennials like yeah. like older gen z like em- you know or empty nesters like got a condo or something like that and like work a job and they want to like look cool emily's literally like emily's that person that. yeah and she's short so she can sit up higher which is kind of what it what made the cx30 make sense over just a regular mazda 3 so she can mm-hmm. you know sit up a little higher well and it's got cladding so she can go on adventures and she can run over curbs and things and <laughs> yeah and she's not a degen so the white interior works yep Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she'll hopefully as long as she, she just keep keeps tops on her smoothies, she'll be good. Oh my god, I know. Yeah, and she also doesn't wear jeans a ton, so the the blue. Will do what that. I've noticed in Matthew's Tesla is that his whole driver's seat is like blue yeah. from because he wears jeans. The uh, Silverstone interior inside the XM was decoloring. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, the driver's seat was like not good. No. And how many miles were on that car? Four thousand. Four thousand. Yeah. Oof. Forty thousand journalist miles. Telling you, a lot of people true. getting in and out, being rough on That's it. That's true. A lot of people getting in, and I, I, I imagine that car was at the launch event. Probably. Did you say that I'm was sure a German? I think it was. Uh, it was like a European Spark car. So that's it's probably been. pre-pro. It might be a pre-pro. So yeah. it'll just get crushed. Yep. That's okay. Mm-hmm. This Aria is a pre-pro. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said mm-hmm. it in big red lettering on that Monroni you were reading yesterday, oh. or it wasn't a proper Monroni. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, all right. We got one last car to talk about, and I yeah. don't even remember what it was. Oh, the Supra. <laughs> Toyota Supra six-speed six speed manual. manual Supra. I've already talked about this car on the podcast, so it's your turn. I liked it more than I did at the beginning of the week. Oh, that's great. Um, Spent some time in it. Didn't get to drive it as much as I wanted to. Okay, I've forgiven you for having it sit sequestered in the garage for I know that many was days. that was a bad like I was okay. literally worked like a 13 hour day on uh Wednesday and then jet, jet came home off. and then I got up in the morning I was like Charlie needs <laughs> that car so yeah sorry yeah, but. it's okay um but I did I did drive it a good bit you know a little bit there on Sunday and then and then yesterday filming it I like that the Supra still has flaws because it's, yeah. it gives the car a little bit of character. We joke yeah, a lot of the love, time, you know, love worse is flaws. better. Yeah. But it gets the core things right. 
They've buttoned down the, the rear end, so it feels confident enough. It's still kind of squirrely, still fun. The powertrain is excellent. I love the motor. Simple, just you either got sport or normal. Like, it's just very easy tech suite to use. I love use. that. I love only having one drive mode or yeah. two drive modes. Yep. And so all the meat and potatoes things are proper. And so the things that it screws up, like many model years now, and they still can't build a gauge cluster that you can properly see in the or sunlight. Or infotainment screen. Yeah, or infotainment screen and uh it's it's a cramped interior but again that kind of adds to you really feel like you're in a proper built sports car you don't feel like it's something mm -hmm. that's trying to do it all like this integra we have which we'll talk about in a minute it does kind of feel like it's trying to be everything yeah. so it loses some of the of the that's, spark that's what we like so much about the supra is it's a like you have you you have to make sacrifices yeah. you it, it it can't do everything but that's what makes it so cool is it's mm -hmm. it's a purpose built sports car and you that's what it's for yeah so, Another thing is it is a bit pricey, but I'll tell you why that's like a good 59, thing. $59,000. That's not too bad. Think of what, it, I mean, you get a Mustang GT for like forty. Yeah, but what, then you'd have to have a Mustang. Well, right. And so what I'm saying is the good thing about it, price costs so much, is it makes it a little bit scarce. There's a bit of an exclusivity. Exclusive, That yeah. car first came out for the 2020 model year. I pulled up here yesterday morning. God, has it been that long? Yeah. Jeez. And it's one old. of the individuals at, at a building that we work next to here was like, that's that's a new Supra, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. Whatever. He's like, I've never seen one in person. And I believe it. Yeah, I believe it too. You never really seen don't see many. None. So that's a car that you could still go buy for a reasonableish price, you know, and go to a Cars and Coffee, and you could very well be the only one with that mm -hmm. with a Supra. Yeah. Whereas if you get a, a GR86 or you know Mustang or any of these other sports cars that are again very good cars, yeah, there's going to be 15 of them at the Cars and Coffee that year. Sure. Um, how much is like a 2020 Supra? Like forty like these days, like forty no, grand. Yeah, yeah. I can check. Sure. I mean, it's going to be an automatic. Well, of course, but the automatic is well, so. no, the great. Good too. Yeah, the I honestly, it's great. This manual wasn't compelling enough for me to be like, I have to get it. Um, I was going to bring up the fuel economy test. Okay. You got thirty-five mpg in the yellow Supra. Okay. Two years ago, mm -hmm. I got thirty-two. Okay. In the blue Supra. Okay. So you sacrifice about three mpg. Uh, for the give manual. or take give or take you know yeah, obviously you know, we had different different uh scenarios but Similar i was looking at, at epa mm -hmm. and i think epa it's it's pretty consistent epa is like 26 on the manual and i think it's 31 on the automatic is or that something mixed? that's highway really highway. 26 is all they gave them they gave it 26 and i got 30 31 or 32 i was, it was, oh. I, was i was definitely got over 30 so okay. yeah um, the epa test is not kind of manual cars so i believe it that makes sense that it was that much lower yeah yeah yeah. Are you bringing up a... Uh, I literally ran that test the night before I left to Florida, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad you did it, though. Yeah, good of out. course. Good you consumer know advice. You know I'm committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. So, oh, here's the thing. We've got a lot of two-liter Supras mm. that are like, oh, my God, there's one for 34 grand with 91... Someone hey? drove the... It's a 2021. Mm -hmm. Ooh, interior is gross. With ninety one thousand miles on a two liter Supra, so someone drove this like forty five thousand miles a year. <laughs> That's insane. Mm. Look so, at how yeah. like greasy and nasty this interior looks. Someone ate a lot of food on road trips in that. It looks like someone took a whole can like uh, tube of Armor All and just like. <laughs> I enjoyed this car more than the BMW M two. I really oh, I believe did. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the M2 feels like a little bit nicer inside. This car feels a little a little on the cheaper side, the Supra does. So it doesn't quite feel like a $60,000 car. No. But the M2 just is lifeless to drive compared to this thing. This, every little corner, you can kind of like... Oh, this is a two-liter Supra. Sliding it around and stuff. In fact, uh, our good buddy Joe was the one who did the swap yesterday on the car because he knew we had the Supra. Oh, and he wanted to, and he drive wanted to get out of the office a little bit. He's like, I'll go do the swap. So we got to drive an Integra down here in a Supra back. And he's like, yeah, it was a good day. I like when it. Joe does the swap. Yeah. Yeah. So we chatted. So stuff. Uh, let me see. Are you trying to filter out? Yeah, the... but they're all two liters. So I need to filter cylinders and say six. Are you sure it's not listed under like GR Supra or something like that? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's right. the other kind of confusing thing with Cheapest. Toyotas is having to put the GR in Cheapest six-cylinder Supra is $45,990. It's done 41,000 miles. It's silver. It has an aftermarket spoiler and front lip and Yeesh. turn signal, or not, or reflectors. It's got, like, black reflectors. Let's see if it's got a clean Carfax, because that could be a factor as well. It could have a... It's been in an accident. It still has a clean title, but it's been in an 
an accident. Not a major accident, though, at least allegedly. So, yeah. I'm just going to send this text message here real quick. You're okay. Yeah, so it looks like to, I mean, even get yourself in a three-liter automatic Supra that's two years old. Um, I mean, you're looking at high 40s, so probably recommend you just go and get a new one because how much is a new I, I was gonna say that i definitely yeah because i mean you're like the cheapest one forty five, forty six thousand dollars for a three-year-old car with forty thousand miles that's been in an accident i mean you could just go and get a brand new one for like five thousand dollars more um we definitely wouldn't recommend you get a two liter supra i was not a big fan of the, of the two liter supra but if you want the looks of the supra and you don't necessarily care about powertrain i guess you could go and have a two liter if you just want to drive around and flex that you own a Supra, but yeah, otherwise go brand new. A lot of these are in like the low $50,000 range. So might as well go and spec one out exactly how you want it. Oh, the Supra. Good. Yeah. Super yeah. good car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd take it over the M2. Um, and I, even though it's a bit niche, I, I appreciate that it still ex- exists. Yeah. It's not a lifeless missile or soulless no, missile. Soul- yeah. 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 cars. Yeah. This week at Daily Motor Headquarters. Well, actually, did you want to discuss your uh, your stunt driving school at all? We can do that after the, this week. Okay. We have the 2023 Acura Integra A-Spec technology package with the six-speed manual. You have to get the most expensive version to get the manual. You can't Honda just get a base. That. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like the, it's like that with the Civic, too. You have to get like a Touring. No, you can get the Sport. A sport. You just you can't get the base motor. You gotta get the one point five. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's a little bit more. Yeah. But it's I mean it is kind of frustrating with the tag because like like as an enthusiast, you probably wouldn't want to have to spend all that money, you know what I mean? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. A lot of brands are doing that. Mm-hmm. Porsche won't sell you a base nine eleven, you have to get the career T e. or the career S. Right. I We've both driven the Integra around a little bit before, even though it hasn't been featured yet on on, D, on the channel. Which is crazy. Yeah, I know. So we, right. It, sometimes it just works like that. We're yeah. a little later on. And I quite like it. I would like to try the CVT car, though. Of course you would. And Charlie is a CVT enthusiast, as we know. Well, here's the thing. In certain scenarios. The manual transmission itself in this car is great. It's the motor that I don't love with the manual. It rev hangs so much, and it's such a lightweight flywheel sort of sort of situation that if you kind of drive with this sort of like handoff situation with the clutch pedal and the accelerator, it ends up blipping the throttle early, and it like jerks you around. Or like a uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and so you have to kind of relearn yourself how to drive manual and you have to fully release the clutch pedal before you get back on the accelerator and that like takes some revs back down and it's for being a sporty car it's kind of a lazy like situation at least with the supra there was some rev hang but the motor was heavy enough that as soon as you let the clutch out it like oh yanked punched, it down yeah um so it, it, it was it wasn't as big of a deal it wasn't as noticeable sure. whereas this car is so light that like if you get on the Accelerator in a moment too early, it springs the revs and it's, it's jerky. So I am gonna drive daily drive it some more. And in fact, I gotta I gotta make sure I'm out of here at a decent time here because I gotta get up to Novi. Um, oh wow, how long have we been going for? Uh, Forty nine minutes. Oh, right. Okay. Quick. Yeah, we're almost done. Mm-hmm. But I so I'd just be curious to see how the CVT car acts. And you know, is it, is it kind of like the WRX? So it's just still like, oh, this is a fine transmission for this well, car. Or is it it's like... It's probably like the Civic, which is a great CVT. It's like the only CVT that I've ever really liked. Have you driven this? You mean yeah. the 10th Gen Civic? No, the, the new Civic. That's not a CVT. That was a hybrid. That was a direct... There's no Civic hybrid. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Civic. Accord. No, Civic. A Civic. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're right. The Civic uh, Touring yeah. that we had. Right. Yeah, so probably, that's a fine CVT. It probably CVT. drives just like that. Yeah, right. That's, CVT's fine. Yep, yep, yep. So I'd be curious to try that. And then I, you can get one cheaper. But at least with this car, you have the ELS sound system. It sounds pretty good. The ELS 3D and stuff. Uh, can we move on to the other car? Because I, I have... You have much more to say yeah, about Yeah, but that. I haven't driven the Integra or even looked at it or sat in it. Fair so enough. I, uh, I don't the know. other car we have this week is the 2023... The 2023... Uh, uh, Nissan Aria. I have a question for you about Evolve that car. E-Force. Wait, whatever Evolve Plus E-Force. Yeah, which is a trim. Does it have a branded audio system? I don't think so. 
because I couldn't I can't see find any bows, any bows or... symbols, and I checked the Monroney, and mm-hmm. it didn't. And say it doesn't. Anything, list it didn't even list anything about a sound system at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking it up, but I yeah, I was just like, I don't know what sounds what's in that. I mean, it, it's certainly not bad. It's not great, but it's like very middle of the road, which is why I was kind of curious what what was in it. Aria Bose sound system optional. You have to order the Platinum Plus to oh, get God. the Bose. Okay, yawn. The, the all-wheel drive Platinum Plus E-Force trim starts at sixty thousand dollars. Ours is like sixty grand. No, it's this like one's 58. like eight. Is it? It's like fifty-six. Fifty-six. Yeah. Um. So, so we it, don't have Bose. Correct. Yeah, that's interesting. Have you? Did you? Apparently, it's only a six-speaker sound. Did you do a sound system? I thought there was a subwoofer in there. I haven't yet. I mean, we just got the car yesterday. Yeah. Well, I figured maybe yesterday you would have gone out and been an overachiever. I did shoot six videos, but I mean, it was the two, two, two raps, two intros, and two winding roads. So, um, yeah. No, at that point, I was done. I hadn't eaten lunch. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, The Aria is a strange car because initially I was like, this is pretty cool. Before I drove it, like before when I was just like doing the walk around, checking out the trunk and the back seats and everything. Do you notice the driving position's a bit high? Yeah, I can't get can't comfortable. Get very low. I've changed my driving position like four times. Have can't. you slid around at all yet in the seat? Like, like I haven't have driven you, it very you hard. Sportedly, no. Um, Though it is very fast, very fast, and it delivers its power differently than any other EV I've driven. Because mm-hmm. usually EVs they hit super hard and then they kind of taper off. The Aria doesn't hit hard and it continues to pull. Yeah, like it it's feels, almost like they geared it differently. It somehow. feels yeah right. It feels faster. So usually EVs feel fast when you hit it from like twenty to sixty. The Aria feels faster when you floor it from like fifty to eighty. Which it's interesting how that works. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but at the same time doesn't make much sense no it doesn't at all because people spend 95 <laughs> theoretically if you're one of those you know ninnies who likes to follow the law all the time <laughs> should be spent below 75 80 miles per hour or so so why does it allegedly get from 80 to 120 very quickly oh does it allegedly allegedly interesting I haven't yeah, tried that if you're driving in germany on the autobahn oh true but I, yeah, you tried that when you were in germany last week yeah with the, well, yeah, that got delivered in Germany. I did, Ger- you know, German, German delivery. German delivery. Sure, for at, the the, at the Porsche factory. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Took it out on the Autobahn. They shipped it here. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to... I said this about both the Integra and the Aria and the intros is that this is these are cars that we will genuinely need the time this week to like soak in yeah. to, to give our final impressions. It's not one of those cars you could just go do a quick drive and have a perfectly like, yeah. you know, nuanced review. Whereas like... I think at Mama, I'm hoping they'll have a Dodge Hornet, and I'm assuming oh, we'll I'm be sure able to will. review that entire car within 20 minutes driving it. Yes. Like, I think it'll be like... They might even have ah. the Alfa Romeo Tonale. Yeah, perhaps. Which is the same car. Just make me hungry for calzones. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the Tonale is all... I think they're all plug-in hybrid. All of them are. Whereas the Hornet, you have to get the top trim to get a PHEV nervous about owning a car like that plug-in hybrid can you think i don't think the car is going to be very good i'm just i'm i'm being real i don't think there's anything that car could do that could like unless it's like super entertaining to drive which you know it won't be it's going to be like a jeep compass maybe slightly better because it has like i think it has a proper eight speed automatic maybe two considerations okay one can you picture a Dodge Hornet plug-in hybrid that it was purchased off lease five years from now or so at some house in Metro Detroit. How often do you it's think they're going to be run. charging it? It's never. Like they're ju- it's just going to be driven completely dead all the time, right? Also, it should be the other way around, right? Like it's <laughs> it's built by Alfa Romeo, styled by Dodge. Yeah, that's just. Usually, you'd want someone who knows a little bit more what they're doing to do all of the mechanical bits. Let the Italians Italians design it it. because the Italians are very good at styling. However, this time, the Italians have done all the tech and then the Americans designed it. Second thing. Okay. Maybe it's not that weird of a question about why we don't get many Stellantis press videos. That is valid. Do you think they listen to the podcast? You know, I never thought so until right now. And then maybe I was just like thinking more through it. I'm like, we don't really get many like Dodges or Jeeps or Alphas or. Yeah. 
Chrysler's. We want them. Yeah, which is weird because I, I, I actually we genuinely let's go let's go through <clears throat> Dodge lineup, Hornet TBD. Yep. Uh, Drango. I quite like. I like the Drango. Quite mm-hmm. like the in all in all its specs. Um, Charger. I like the Charger. Quite like the Charger. Yeah. Challenger. I like the Challenger. Quite like the Challenger. So that's Dodge. Okay. So we like every single Dodge. Thank you. Yep. Um, just Chrysler. The Pacifica. I like the Pacifica. Quite like Pacifica. Yeah. I have talked poorly about the Voyager, but only because of the marketing situation. Yes. I'm sure the car itself is it's fine. Because it's just a Pacifica that's yeah. a lower trim. What about the Chrysler 300? You know, I quite like the 300 as well. They, uh, yeah, and they just came out with a... The final the, edition. Yeah, the final edition, which we should try yeah, and get. Yeah, so I quite like the 300. I think yeah. it's I think it's smart for someone to buy... Like, if you just want to own a car for t- 10 years, and you don't want to have to buy Japanese, yeah. it's good to get a car like that that's been very ironed out. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's comfortable. From the 1990s. It's not going to get great fuel economy, but like you'll make up for that in your very cheap repair costs. Yes. AutoZone will have every part. Yeah. Okay, okay now let's so, move on so we to like Jeep. all the Chrysler's. Oh, sorry, uh, Ram also, though. Ram, love the like, 1500, we like the Ram, love the 2500, love the 3500. Have talked poorly about the ProMaster before, but I feel like, you know. Isn't that just a, uh, just a Fiat Duplo? That's a ProMaster City, I think. Oh. ProMaster is the big one. Okay, anyways. Like the, the Sprinter. So, yeah, okay. So, most, most Rams. Yep. Big Going through Jeep is where I can kind of understand some things. Jeep, uh, Compass, new Compass, very nice inside. Yeah, but I don't like it. Very good looking. And now, didn't they fix the motor situation? They did, but we haven't driven it yet. Okay, so once we drive it, probably, yeah. you know, decent. Uh, Renegade is gopping. I like the Renegade. You could get it in a manual for a long time. I don't know if you still can, but you could get the manual. I, I don't think it's gopping. I think it's quite a little, it's a cute okay. little car. Well, we disagree on that. Anyways, okay. continue. Um, I've, driven a, I've driven a manual Renegade, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So have I. Mm-hmm. Anyways, cool. continue. Yeah. Well, you have that friend who wanted a manual car. Yeah, well, she has a manual compass yeah. now. I should film that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's another pro for the compass. You can get it in a manual. Get a manual. Solve all the problems. Cherokee. Fine. Fine. My mom car. had one. It was fine. Yeah. A lot of transmission issues, but they probably f- sorted that out. Benefited that out. Uh, Grand Cherokee. Love quite it. liked that car. Love the Grand Cherokee, but we it had a lot of break. electrical issues. Right. So again, this isn't us. This, we <laughs> loved the car. If it hadn't broken, yeah. absolutely Grand Cherokee's it. great. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was, was telling someone the other day that they should have a Grand Cherokee. Anyways. Grand Cherokee L, same thing. Yep, great. Uh, Grand Wagoneer. Yeah, I like Quite the Grand like Wagoneer. It. Yeah, um, it was overwhelming, but... A little expensive, but so is the Navigator, and I so like, is the... I like uh, that. So is the Escalade. And I'd have... I think for me, it would go Navigator, Grand Wagoneer, Escalade. Yeah. Their order, yep, yep. order in which I'd purchase mm-hmm. them. Escalade V notwithstanding. Um, and if Jeep's smart, they should do it like a 392 version of the Grand Wagoneer and make it loud. They do. So. You can get a 392 in the Grand Wagoneer. Okay. Yeah. But like in a, sorry, maybe do a Hellcat. Okay. I was yeah, going to say tra- the, the one we had was a 392. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Six, four. So they're all, most, pretty much all the Jeeps. Oh, and then the Wrangler. I already talked this I don't like the Wrangler, but like Charlie one. loves the Wrangler. Yeah, I yeah. like the Wrangler 392. Yeah. So um, I like a Wrangler. And then we get to. What else do they make? Alfa Romeo. Love the Julia. Love the Julia. Love the Stelvio. Love the Stelvio. So it's more, it's the people who buy their products that I don't We just poke care fun for. at it. I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not. I mean, we well, we like the cars. Yeah, I I there are many more Stellantis would products. Like them I would, more if we had them more. Right. I would I'd pick a lot of Stellantis products over a lot of Ford products, yeah. a lot of GM products, a lot of Nissan products. They've also like, stopped making everything that was disgusting, like the Journey, like the Journey. and the Dart and the Two Hundred and the Avenger. What else was horrible? Oh, the Jeep Patriot. That was disgusting. Yeah. So so that you know they're they're improving. Yeah. They've killed all the things that were bad. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, all right. Well, we're not going to have time for Copart because I quite need to leave. But thank you all so much for watching. And we'll yeah. talk about Chris's uh, ZX2 school next week. Yes. Well. I went to a stunt driving school and passed. Which He's the only one who passed. Well, you know, there were only three of us. But, but still. Still. Yeah. And so I got this cool t-shirt. Bobby. Is it Bobby Dre? Oh, oh. Looks like Bobby Dre. Said the same thing. She's like Bobby Dre. I was like, no, Bobby Orr. <laughs> Chris, look to up. be fair, Chris loves these style T-shirts. You just talked about this on the I last. Love. Podcast. Oh my god, dude. So for you, you to get that was probably just over the. Moon. We spent two days, and we'll talk about this in depth next time. But I just want to say we spent two days stunt driving. At the end, you do a, like an exam to prove that you know what you're doing, and they were like, "Yeah, you don't get like a piece of paper or anything, but you get a T-shirt." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I need to focus here because I need that T-shirt." <laughs> And uh, and you got it. Look go. at you. You just barely slid the escort into the box. And manifested this beautiful mm-hmm. shirt. And you and I got a black and white deal going on here today. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it was white because I like to wear white when I'm filming because it, you know, yeah, reflects. reflects. Did you get a new hat as well down in... Yes, this is mm-hmm. from The Breakers, which is a nice hotel in Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. So Very cool. I walked into their little shop. This is the first hat I saw, so it's what I bought. Scooped it. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. I, and I'll tell you, uh, because it's a little bit kind of interesting as well, I'm going up to uh, the Harmon headquarters. Oh, you're doing that today? Yes. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And they, did you know, do a lot more than just sound systems. No. They do ADAS systems, driver awareness, uh, oh, okay. like no, active no, no, safety, I, yeah, yeah. things like that. Uh, a lot of things that go into cars are actually built and designed by Harmon. So it's kind of almost a Bosch competitor. So I'm going to go, a lot of the stuff I'm going to see today is not necessarily audio related. It's just like kind of new things they've come up with for the car world. So it's going to be kind of interesting. And we'll see you on the next one. We are Paris and Nicole with Daily Motor. And as always, in line six with a manual on. Handbrake turn on. T-shirt on. Mm-hmm.